It's your boy Tommy V of Ross Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, I'm sitting here um, eating my hummus, and I'm reading my Bible, and I came across um, Mark chapter six, verses four, and he says, "Then Jesus told them." A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. A lot of us are dealing with this in our own lives, right? We notice that we catch the most um, grief. We we catch the most, um, you know, whatever from our own family, from our own friends. Uh, especially for people who are content creators or things of that nature. You know, I've spoke about this a lot on the show. Um, you have people around you. Um, like Future said, you have people that's around you. They're going to try their best to drown you. Keep the squares up out your circle. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and, and we have these these squares in our circle, these, these, these family we're seeking so much validation from. And it's like... <laughs> There's people who actually do support you, but you're just like so focused on, well, why is I grew up with this nigga? Or this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend or this is my mom. This is my brother, my sister, my father, my uncle, my cousin. Like they should be, if I post something, it should be read. I should automatically have, you know, 50 retweets because they're supposed to be on it. Like, but I got this, this dude I went to school with. I got this. This um this guy from my job. I, I I I got, you know, associates that I just see places. I probably don't even have these people's phone numbers. At the end of the day, no matter what our relation or interactions are, they're not my inner circle. See, when he says hometown, it's not always going to be hometown. You see, it's going to sometimes be, you know, the people that you Change hometown for some of y'all into inner circle, your inner circle, the people that you expect more from, the people that you seek validation and support from, right? They're not giving this to you. Meanwhile, they are giving it to someone else. Um, they're giving it to whatever or they're not. Um, at the end of the day. They're not giving it to you, but you have people. So I, I'm sitting there reading and started thinking to myself, like, what if, what would be the outcome, the results, you know, the conclusion, if we were to trade off? So from now on, instead of on Saturday night when I'm, you know, ready to go out and have a good time, instead of me calling, um, I'll make up a name here, Derek, for um, to hang out and see what he's doing, let me call... Um, James, who actually supports me, who's actually, you know, I mean, both of these guys are good guys, right? Both of these guys are, um, you know, they got your back or whatever. They're funny. I don't know, whatever you look for in a friend, right? As you know, you know, brother to brother, sister to sister, you know, for the ladies, she's, she's, they're both nice. They're both funny. They both got their own little things, but there's one thing about it. Your homegirl that you actually grew up with doesn't support you. She doesn't show you any love on anything you have going on. She doesn't help you when you need help. But this one girl who you barely talk to, but she's always there when you need her. 
does do. So what would be the, the outcome if we stop giving all of our energy and time, right? Our, especially our free time. Free time is very important. It's one of the most important times. Because that's a time where you get to really learn what type of person are you really? What are you built out of? You know, what are you going to take the time in your free time to do? Are you going to just sit there? Are you going to work on the things you claim to want that you don't actually have natural time for? Or excuse me, none unnatural time for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you go to work, you uh, you do this and that, but you love to paint. So in your free time, do you paint? You know what I'm saying? Do you read? Do you write? Do you do the things that, you know, will benefit you? Free time is very important. So if you choose to spend it with somebody, it should be somebody worthy of that free time. Can I get an amen? Okay, so peep game. So like, and I tell people all the time, man, even if you don't believe in Jesus, why not learn his story and see what you can learn from him? Because here's my thing about it when it comes to when it comes to that. Give me one second, y'all. I just remember I have to change this, this thing. I have to change it. Yeah, take this down. Um, battery. Put a new one in there in a second. It's the fire alarm. I apologize. I know how annoying that can be. It's annoying me too. Take that out of there. Get that out of there. So, um, and I'll change it later on. So, my whole thing is this, um, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you can learn a lot from Jesus. Some of y'all get too caught up in religion and Oh, I'm not pranking a white man and all this. It's not about none of that, bro. First of all, like, you you know, you're doing yourself a disservice by doing that. We could talk about that later on. Um, or you believe in it? It's a it's a metaphor. It's not a true story. So what? Learn from it. I mean, have you never? So you mean to tell me you've never watched a fictional movie and learned from it? You so you've nothing that you've learned in life comes from any fiction stories or or um, metaphors or nothing like that. Just read the story. I mean, you'll learn about anybody else. Genghis Khan, Gandhi, you know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. You know, you'll learn from Alexander the Great, any, anybody else. But when it comes to Jesus, y'all get so caught up in all of these technicalities. and No, there's a lot of stuff that you can learn from reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. You know what I'm saying? Which is the stories of Jesus Christ. So, like, all right. Yahawashi or whatever you call them, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you are like it's all it's all the same person. Trust me, the energy is there. It's there. We all know what you're talking about when you say it. Say whatever you call them, right? Jesus didn't really kick it in his hometown like that. If you really listen to the story, and it t- it took me till now to really figure out why. I used to even question question him myself. Like, dang, it's like he just ignored his actual brothers and his dad, like, and his mom, like. He already knew what time it was. You know what I'm saying? He already knew what time it was. He knew to accomplish the things he needed to accomplish to come to earth and finish his mission. We all have a divine mission, right? We have, um, and shout out to Cora. She taught, she taught me this. She was, she said a permissive, you know, your permissive, um, I think was the word she used. And then, um, divine, divine, yeah, something, something of that nature, right? So we all have two. You know, what you want to do and what God wants you to do, right? So, like, 
for him to do his divine purpose, he had he couldn't do it in his hometown. He had to go out to other places. You see what I'm saying? So what did he do? Instead of saying, hey, brothers, y'all come be my disciples, he went out and found the people on the outer circle. So what would happen if right now you looked into your life and said, you know what? I love you, but you're going to the outer circle. Hey, brother, who's been trying to get my attention? Who's been trying to show me that you're here for me? Hey, sister, who has been trying to get my attention to show me that you're really here for me? You come into the inner circle. You're, you're going to be the one I call when I'm on Saturday night. You're going to be the one. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. Some people have already mastered that. They naturally mastered that. They started off that way. They've never been through what me and you, the listener, probably have been through, right? With friends and family. They started off life like once they really got into their stride. They chose that the people who they saw was really actually a hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? Most of us just chose who was right there, the closest people, the people who we know due to where our moms and fathers um uh chose to live, right? People talking about my day one, we grew up in the same neighborhood. So that's why y'all best friends got a group in the same neighborhood. Y'all didn't choose that. You know, that's just what came with the turf. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we ignored whatever, even even with women, right? A lot of y'all. What would life be be like right now if you stop chasing after these guys who ain't really there for you, whatever like that, and you start to talk to the guy you put in the friend zone that has always picked up the phone for you. He's always supportive of what you got going on. He's nice to you. He's He might even be attractive. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all put men that y'all find attractive in friend zones just because you want the bad boy, right? You, you know, you have this drive for the bad boy, which we, we talk in other episodes. We're not going to go into too much detail here to get off topic and lose focus. But what would life be like for you right now if you were to just say, you know what? I'm going to go for this one. You know, if we leave our hometowns, right? What's comfortable for us, home, family, right? The friends that we've known for so long that we're scared to let go of because we don't know what's going to happen afterwards. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen afterwards. Great things. You know, I'm going to tell you something that I, I said yesterday to my sister. Right. Me and my sister were together yesterday and um, we drove past Chick-fil-A. And when we drove past Chick-fil-A, I, I looked at it and I said, you know, what's crazy is I never really peeped how they literally designed their stores now to um, take in more drive through customers. Whereas to when you go to a Wendy's or a McDonald's, it's just the line wraps around the building. So however big that building is, is where the line is going to go, right? And after a while, the line just looks too congested. So people don't drive. Um, they don't They don't want to go there if they can go somewhere else. When you drive past any Chick-fil-A in Atlanta, I'm just going to speak for Atlanta here. When you drive past any, ask anybody from Atlanta, they'll tell you. Any Chick-fil-A at any time that they're open from morning to close, they always have mad cars in their drive through So... You have to ask yourself, what is making people get it? Because they have, they have it set up that way. That's why. They have it set up that way where they create, when they build, when they buy the lot and they're building their Chick-fil-A, they don't just build a building and say, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. No, they actually create space. So a lot of cars can come in the driveway. Then what they do is they hire people to stand in the driveway, I keep saying driveway, to drive through. And those people are going to make sure that even though we have 50 cars here, you're going to get the same time you would at McDonald's, if not better. Not to mention, if you have, have, 
When the last time you guys been inside of Chick-fil-A? They have usually most Chick-fil-A's have bigger staffs in their kitchen than um Wendy's and McDonald's. The average McDonald's probably if they're do if they're fully staffed, they're not understaffed, um, they probably have maybe between I would say four to six, maybe seven if if you're lucky, people on staff. Yo, you go to Chick-fil-A, it's like 30 motherfuckers back there. You have to create the room for the things that you want in life. That means sometimes you have to classify people. Can I get an amen? You have to put people that are in the inner circle on the outer circle. And it's time to start giving your time when you have it, giving your energy when you have it to the people that you have been pushing to the side. These are your real supporters. These are your. I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody tell me, man, you have done more for me in this short amount of time than the people that I actually hang out with and have known for my whole entire life. I had one of my one of my brothers tell me that in front of his friends. And I could see it in their face. They were just looking like, you know, they had that face like, he's talking about us right now. Like, yes. But just imagine what things would be, be like for not only him, but for me, if we were to make trade-offs and say, you know what, from now on, you're going to be my best friend. And these people are going to become associates. Right now, I'm just an associate to him. He's just an associate to me. Now, imagine a team of, of powerful people who are driven and have ambitions that are similar or at least can help each other and, and, and correlate in some way that actually support each other, that actually love each other. Now, remember, this is not just about business. This could be spiritual growth. This could be getting off of drugs. This could be... Um, <clears throat> financial growth or things of that nature. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to notice that people are starting to wake up. They're starting to say, you know what? Um, Jimmy, I love you. They may not tell Jimmy this, but I'm, I'm just seeing the action. Jimmy, I love you, but I think I'm going to hang out with John tonight. I think, I think I'm going to bring John in. You know, when I when I'm throwing these events and these parties or whatever, or these celebrations, I'm gonna make sure John gets an invitation. I'll just post this on Instagram, and if you come, you come, and you'll be wondering why you didn't get a personal invitation to the party. Because this celebration, you didn't do anything to go into it, and you had every opportunity to 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 do so. And there's a part in the Bible where also Jesus turns to somebody. And they're like, hey, your mother is outside. Your mother and your, your family's outside. He says, my family's right here. And if you're not, you know, thinking deeper than what you're reading, you might take that and be like, damn, what type of person was Jesus? He just, as soon as he got out of the house, he never went back. But you have to start to realize, like, sometimes it's going to be those people that you grew up with that's going to hold you back. I'll give you a great example of what I'm referring to. Have y'all ever tried to make a change in life and, you know, the, that outer circle of friends and associates, they're like for it, but your inner circle keeps reminding you of who you used to be. And it comes down to a point where some of them start to get so frustrated with who you're becoming because they haven't made any changes within their own, within it, within their own life. They start expecting that. They start expecting that. First time you get a little loud, them C, 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 C. They want to hit you with a C, C, C. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, they knew it because that's what they wanted from you. Unfortunately, you fell into the trap, but I'm just saying that's what they wanted from you. 
Your outer associate would never do that to you. <clears throat> if they know that you're trying to be a Christian, they will send you Christian links. They will send you, you know what I'm saying, videos and stuff like that. Even if they're not Christian themselves. Your your friends you grew up with are going to call you and say, bro, you want to go drinking tonight? Nah, but I'm trying to say Christian. Man, shut the hell up. <laughs> you ain't ever going to, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like they, There's people like that. That's your hometown. Even in this part of the Bible, let me read what happened before it. So I'm going to read this to you. I said, Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in a synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. And his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. See that? He's left and became somebody. And they've heard of these things. See, they've heard it. They're hearing it. Hey, hey y'all know that boy Jesus, uh, the carpenter? The carpenter? Yeah, what about him? I ain't seen him around. You looking for him or something? His mama live over there. Man, you know he out there bringing people back to, from death and he out there healing the sick and feeding 5,000 people and 10,000 people and he out there doing this, that, and third and he got 12 men walking with him and some women too. Like, what? Jesus, the carpenter? He ain't nobody. Nah, bro, I think he's the Messiah that we, we've been hearing about in the scriptures. The Messiah? Nigga, his mom lives down the street. I know his mama, his brothers, his sisters, they live right here. We not messiahs, so how the hell could he be a messiah? He from the same place we from. See, y'all don't hear me though. Go back and watch the Tupac movie. He come back to his town, niggas walking to him. Remember that? Remember that scene? The niggas walking up to him like, yo, you ain't did nothing for us. Boosie, Bo little Boosie said it. He said, rappers always die in their hometown. They get, they get their most hate from wherever they from. Almost any rapper will tell you, right? Not all. This doesn't always happen, but for most rappers, it may seem like they made it in their city first, but that's not necessarily true for most of them. What you don't see is you don't see the backstory. See, they popped off somewhere else, especially in this new internet age that we live in now. They popped off somewhere else. That built a lot of clout for them. And that clout poured over and into rain when... Their city saw it. So the city's like, damn, he getting love somewhere else. Da, 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 da. There's a rapper here in Atlanta that I know of. I, 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 I'm not going to say I grew up with him, but we grew up in the same area. He's a little younger than me. And he's popping now. He's doing his thing, whatever, right? And the only reason I'm not saying his name is not because I'm hating on him, but because of what I'm about to tell y'all. He went and he got a bunch of Asian people under his post, right? More than likely, he purchased these things to happen because um, there was no viral moment. And all of a sudden, I remember literally the day before that, it was a regular nigga on Instagram trying to rap. You know, hey, maybe he'd be lucky to have three, four comments, right? He'd be lucky to get 50 views. And the next day, he still got 50 views, but now he got 100 comments and all of them are Chinese people. I mean, y'all know what's going on here, right? But, but, but let me show you how he, he's a, he was actually a genius and how he used that to his advantage. People like to get into... Things that are already got into. Nobody wants to be the first one, right? People, people are too scared to be the first one. So when they see 100 comments, 
people are more likely to comment once there's already comments. I know it's kind of confusing, but it's true. Um, even you have probably seen great posts, but they had no comments. So you just kept scrolling. If you would have seen that post and there's 23 people commenting, you would have commented too. Um, I just, I used to notice that with my old Instagram page, the more comments I got, the more comments I got, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, I don't know why. Don't ask me why people would rather be in the depth than in the shallow. All right. That just, that just is what it is. So once people here saw that, they not probably thinking the way I'm thinking, like I'm knowing what's going on. Like I'm knowing like, this is just, he bought this shit, whatever. Right. He, even if he didn't pay somebody, somebody then went and put his page in one of the apps that gets you more followers or some shit like that. Right. Cause it was a whole bunch of cool. This is cool. And I clicked on one of the people's pages just to see like, okay, did he pop off in Asia somehow? Like how he got all these Japanese and Chinese kids kind of like, okay, my nigga, he must have went viral last night. You know, I, I missed it. Right. And these motherfuckers don't even speak English on their page, but they all in the comments. Wow, this is cool. Oh, my God. Like, I'm like, okay. But I knew what was coming. I'm like, watch. People are not going to look into this. They're going to just see the numbers. And he's going to start to pop. And he did. Now, there was other things that obviously went into that as well. But do y'all see the correlation to what we're talking about here? He had to go outside of himself. He wasn't going to do it. DMing all his friends that he went to school with, like, hey, go listen to my music, go listen to my music. Can you like, share, and support? Can you like, share, and support? He had to go out, outside of himself, outside of his country, outside of the, the norm, and then it came back. Then it came back full circle. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes that's how it works, too. Like, we don't know because the Bible don't talk about it, but I'm pretty sure after Jesus died and certain you know doctrine was spread around, people in Nazareth probably started started to feel bad that they doubted him. You see what I'm saying? Unfortunately, he was already, he was already, you know, long gone. However, um, you know, my, my, my thing is the, 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 the message still is very relevant to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like the message is still very relevant to this day. He said, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown among his relatives and his own family. Have y'all noticed that in y'all life? You you can get support, let's say for all you guys who rap or whatever, or you or you know what? No. Content creators, period. You can get support everywhere. For all my people who got their own businesses, whether you do hair and nails or whatever, everybody wants to support you. And for all my ladies who do hair and nails, but you got them few girls that you grew up with. Anytime you get on the gram, they getting their hair done somewhere else. That's how people are. That's how people are. They will go, they'll, you live in Cobb, right, in Marietta. All your homegirls live in Marietta or Kennesaw. You do hair and nails. You're good at it. You've shown yourself to be good at it. They eat it. You're just as good as the girl in DeKalb County who they don't know. And them hoes, them heifers, will get in their little bitty-ass Toyota and drive their scrawny ass all the way to the east side of Atlanta to get their hair and nails done the same way they could have got it from you. Same way, these people these days, they will go pay $60 to a stranger before they would give you 40 And they'll complain to you, man, damn, bro, you ain't gonna hook me up, bro? Like, hook you up for what, bro? If you really love me and you really are my real friend and you want to support my business, bro, if I'm charging you 40 really, let's keep it real. Bro, you supposed to give me 45 my nigga. Salute to that friend. 
when I was in high school, I, I, I made a mixtape. Me and my me and my boy Jericho, we made a uh, a mixtape. I mean, it was my my music, but he was like a good friend of mine who actually supported what I did. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's he, he was one of the people. I'm not saying all of us have unsupported people in our inner circle. I'm just, you know, all right, let's go back to the story, right? Y'all know me. I'd be all over the place. My my friend, Jericho, helped me package these CDs. I actually did everything at his house, right? His mother, Him and his mother's house. Rest in peace to Miss Cynthia, right? We, we did everything there, right? I went to school. I told everybody I had a mixtape. I only had a few copies, right? You know who bought that mixtape up? It wasn't the kids I was walking through the halls with every day, hanging out with outside of school, right? It was everyone else. The kids I just passed by, yo, what's up? What up? Well, I saw you freestyling this morning. It was hard. I appreciate it. Don't have their phone number. Don't follow them on social media. We just passed by each other. Them, there was one brother in particular I barely even knew of. And shout out to Andrea, somebody who, once again, was not in my inner circle of female friends. She was an outer circle female friend. And it's funny because, not to go off topic, right? The other day I was, uh, I saw her on Instagram. Shout out to Andrea, man. Um, she's Spanish, right? Uh, and I started thinking about all the girls that I hooked up with around that time. How she put me onto all, almost all of them. I said, man, Andrea was a pimp. She didn't even know she was pimping them hoes. Like, she'd be like, yeah, I got a friend for you. Like, you know, and she knew what type of time I was on. She had, a, she, she knew, you know, and, and um, she also, and I need to write her and tell her, like, thank you, you know, because she also went out of her way to get me customers for my, for my mixtape, which was the first mixtape I've ever done. Like, I didn't, I was so scared. Like, I knew I had a lot of support at the school, but I was still scared because I'm like, man, this is unheard music, freestyling, you know. In, in front of the whole courtyard or whatever, and giving y'all songs with hooks and verses, it's just come on two different ball games, right? So um, I I I I remember she put me onto this some kid, one of the kids who I guess was f- frequent in the crowd when I would be rapping in front of the school. She's like, hey, he wants to buy a seat from him. Who is that? She's like, um, I'll, I'll show you after this period. Meet me over here. So I went. Sold him a CD. The CD was, uh, I believe it was $2 I was selling him for. I was either selling him for like $2 or $5. I forget. Some, somewhere in that range, right? So he took he took the CD. He bought it. The next morning, bro, I kid you not on everything I love. The next morning, I got off the bus. And um, to get to the courtyard at the school I was attending at the time, the high school, um, which is where, you know, you... You have to go to the courtyard to spread out through the school to go to homeroom or whatever like that. There's a lot of steps to get up there, right? It's like looking up at God, right? So like I'm getting off the bus and mind you, my bus was late that morning. I'll never forget. I'll never, I even remember what he was wearing. He had a lime green, that lime green with a nice brighter green hoodie on, right? Like I love this kid. Like I don't even remember his name. You see what I'm saying? But I remember all them fuck niggas I used to hang out with. Like, I don't even remember this kid's name to find him and tell him, like, bro, you it really kept me going in everything that I've done for all these years. It was you. I always remember this moment and all the things I do. I do it for stuff like that. It's not just not the only reason, but that's what drives me. It's for moments like this where I look up, 
mind you, there's, there's nobody else there because everybody else is on their way to homeroom or probably already in homeroom. And this kid is standing there by himself and he's just staring at me menacingly. And I'm just like, okay. I'm not even, it's not even, the music's not even on my mind. I'm just wondering, bro, ain't you late to class? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you standing there? Like, go. Like, you know, I'm walking basically by myself and I'm walking really slow because I'm waiting for him to walk away. But then I notice he's not walking away. So I'm climbing up these steps very awkwardly. And I said, what's up, bro? You all right? He's like, yeah, I wanted to give you this. He hands me $5. And um, I said, what's this for? He said, for the CD you sold me yesterday. I said, you already paid for it, bro. You good here. I gave it back to him. He said, no, keep it. And he, um, then he, and I said, I said, but for what? Like you already, you know, you, you paid me. I can't, I can't do that to you, bro. You paid me already. Like he's like, no, no, no. It was that good. I, I, I want you to keep doing what you're doing. It was that good. You see what I'm saying? This wasn't, this wasn't my friend. This was, like I said, I don't even remember this kid's name. This was not my friend. Like this was not. He wasn't honestly even in my outer circle. Now imagine had I took that kid and said, you know what? I want you in the studio with me every day. You like my music? Come come with me every day. Come with me every day. Um, imagine had I made him one of my best friends and brought him in with me. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know some of y'all say, well, sometimes somebody like that, you got to keep him as a fan. You got to let, let, let them feel, um, uh, I don't know the term I'm looking for here, um, a little distance so they always feel like they have to kind of, you know, whatever. Because who knows, like sometimes some situations you might make that guy your best friend and then he stops doing shit like that, right? Now, I'm not saying I expected a five, extra $5 bill from everybody, but it, it's just like that going out of your way to show me like, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. Keep doing it. What if I made that person my friend? Now, it's not really so much about making these people your friend. It's just going to be around people like that over spending, spending your time. So I see so many of us, including myself, constantly struggling with trying to get the people around you involved. Meanwhile, you have support. That's, what, that's what's crazy. A lot of us that are listening right now that are dealing with this or have dealt with this, look around. You have supporters. It's just not your brother and your sister, your boyfriend or your husband or your or your friends. That's all. That's all. But if you were to act, what's crazy is this. Here's another thing I'll tell you. If you were to count up what you would consider your inner circle of life, right, which is, once again, your family, your friends, quote unquote, your hometown, right? And you were to count up the people on the outer circle that are your not your friends, their associates, their business partners, their people you go to school with, people you just see here and there when you go out to certain events or functions. You know that one guy you always see, like you know y'all y'all know them people like that that one guy or that one girl. You're hey my my nigga my nigga like you know you hit him with a little point and a smile, but you don't really know him. You probably don't even know his name. You see this nigga once a week, don't even know his name, right? Ask him his name next time, by the way. Like, but what's your name, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? Because. None of your friends told you that your outfit was drippy, but he makes it almost like, oh, my nigga, drip. Boy, boy, that boy dripping. Okay, brother, I see you. And you hit him with you already know my nigga. And I like him shoes too, bro. Hey, yeah, you too, bro. Imagine if that was your friend. 
Meanwhile, your homeboy's making fun of you. But you know why? Because it's hard for people to support the people that's closest to them because they, they, they know too much. That's what a lot of people do really good in life once they, once they move away. A lot of people will tell you they didn't become successful in life till they, till they, till they left. They had to go move to a different city where people didn't know them. People don't remember, remember the time you threw up on yourself. They don't remember that time when you went on a rant and it was embarrassing. They don't remember when that girl cheated on you and everybody. They don't remember that time that you did this. They don't remember all that shit. They're not, you know, they, they, they're open to what you're telling them. You see what I'm saying? They almost to that point have no choice but to either A, believe on you or just be a full-fledged hater. Or tell you the truth that you might need to hear, which is maybe you shouldn't rap. You're not that good at it. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you shouldn't, you know, you're not really funny. Like your video is just not funny. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't really succeed in life until they get away and break away and stop caring about these so-called inner circle of people. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm, that's what hit me. And that's the message that was put on my spirit. Um, Listening, I mean, reading this this part of the Bible. Like when I picked up the Bible today, I, I, that's what I turned to was Mark chapter six. Um, was Mark chapter six. I read to verse four and was like, I've got my lesson for today. <laughs> like I haven't even, I didn't have like, I mean, verse four, I mean, it's literally a paragraph. And I got my lesson for today and was able to also convey a message to you guys as well. So, my whole thing, um, brothers and sisters, is um, I need you to to realize what I'm what I'm saying. I need you guys to have some comprehension on what we're talking about. Excuse me, excuse me. This is something very serious. I think a lot of people deal with. I've talked about it before because it's something that I've de- I I still deal with, and I. I'm getting way better at it. I'm not lying. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm just going where the love is. If I could be keep it simple, okay. Can you guys give me a second? I'm starting to feel dehydrated. Let me let me take a sip of this um pH 9.5 plus ionized hydration alkaline water. Can you guys give me one second, please? Thank you. Okay, like, <clears throat> whew, I feel refreshed. All right, so that's that's what I wanted you guys to understand. Cause when I when I read it, it just hit me like, you know, this man be, be having some real serious bars. Like this dude be really be having something to really say. He's really um, putting us up on game here, you know. And if you just stop getting so caught up in religion, and I don't know if I believe in Christ or I don't want to change my life. I, I want to keep doing what I'm doing. Just read the story, watch it on YouTube, something, and just try to learn. There's a lot of great life lessons in what Jesus was here to do. You know, I mean, I think it's really cool that he died for our sins, but some of these parables that he teaches and some of these just basic life lessons and, you know, life rules that he teaches are very great and useful. I mean, this is epic. This is epic. You know, like a lot of people who are successful right now, they didn't get successful with their friends. They got successful with their business partners. And now their business partners are their best friends. They value their business partners over their friends. That's who they invite to their Christmas dinner. It's not the guy they grew up with. It's the guy that they blew up with. You see what I'm saying? So it's like 
I just really wonder, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I haven't fully mastered it, but I really wonder what would life be like for me, for you, the listener, if we were to do a trade-off and bring in that guy that's on the outside, bring in that girl or the, that group of people or that area that it might, it might be a geographic thing, a geographic um, thing for you, you know, um, bring in that and, and say, forget this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. It's, it's not happening here. Nobody believe, believes in me enough here. You know, and even in the Bible, I want you to let me read the next part. After it says among his relatives and his own family, it says, and because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief, even though he knew better. He just said it. He was still amazed by it, bro. You see what I'm saying? And after that, he leaves the area and then he sends his 12 disciples um, two by two to cast out evil spirits. It's, listen to what it says. He said, once again, it says, and because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people so they never even got the real benefits of him and neither should those people around you my friend listen my pal my amigo my mate like what's up mate like them folks don't deserve the benefits of you you see what I'm saying? So he, what he do? He goes somewhere where he's received. I, I like that's what I'm doing now. I'm just going where the love is. That's who I spend my time talking to. If I spend any time talking, that's who I'm giving my time and energy to. Is the men and women in my life that show me that it's full circle. It's not just let's get some drinks. It's not just we're going to talk about stupid stuff. No, when you're trying to do something, make a change in your life, be a better person, get more money, get in better shape. We're here with that. We're here with all of that, too. You see what I'm saying? And we're going to support you. We're going to compliment you. We're going to be assets in your life, not liabilities. Not liabilities. You know what I'm saying? The word lie. Uh, ability. You got the ability to lie. Lie to me and lie to yourself. Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get a hello? Okay? You got a liability because you have the ability to lie to me, yourself, and others all around you. You're really low-key a hater, but we ain't going to go there. Listen, I, I can't dim myself because you're not bright. I'm not I'm not turning off my light for nobody. I'm going, I'm going to other lights. I'm going to manage to 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 zoom into other light sources. I'm not dimming myself for nobody no more. Okay, so I want because what people don't realize is, yo, other people winning doesn't make you lose. First of all, if you're just naturally a selfish person, I'm here to tell you, you want to be around other people who are winning too. It's going to help you. Dame Dash said it best, right? He said, no one man should be just to have everything in a in a group, right? Dame, and I'm not quoting Dame Dash word for word. I'm just going off of the concept that he constructed and, and, and previewed to us, right? He gave us, right? He said, if only one man got the bag, if he fall off, everybody fail. Now, if everybody got a bag, right, and one person fall off, we all chip in a little bit. And then he's back on his feet, and boom, we back rolling, struck, we back rolling and strolling again. 
Am I right or wrong? If Dane Dash, excuse me, that's not my word. If Dane Dash right or wrong, he right. He's right. You know what I'm saying? So like, you have to get out of that. Like you, you know what I'm saying? This, this, I. If I'm not doing good, then other people can't know. And you got to get away from people who think like that. Get away from people who only talk about themselves. I just dealt with somebody like that. You know, when she when she gets talking about what she's doing, I'm like, oh, that's going to be dope. Yeah, you should do that. If I see something related to it, I send her a link. She, she discredited everything I send her, you know what I'm saying, or whatever they send the third. And then when I get to talk about what I'm trying to do, it's just it's crickets. I didn't cut her off. But she definitely got classified. You better go back to my episode when I talk about classifying. But she, she definitely got classified. And she's no longer in a circle. She's out of circle. I'm not, I'm not saying to hate these people. They probably have other benefits. And that's why you should go back and listen to my episode about classifying people. If you want to know more about what we're talking about. But what I'm, what I'm here to tell you is that those people still had to like get classified. Because I'm starting to realize like I don't... I want a circle full of the people that I see everywhere else. So that guy at work, that 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 girl down the sh- that, that's around the street, like that's who it is. I'm gonna give you a good example. Have y'all ever seen the movie uh, Lottery Ticket with Bow Wow? He wanted the girl that was really supporting him and shit like that. That you know he wanted the hoe, and what did the hoe do to him? You see what I'm saying? But in the long run, he started to realize the one I'm keeping. Distant, I need to bring her in closer. And I need to push this one out. You see what I'm saying? You see? And look what happened. She got to get in the helicopter with Bow Wow at the end of the movie, not the hoe, who was played by, um, I think, Tierra Marie. Right? Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? The, 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 that's who got to get in the helicopter with Bow Wow at the end of the movie, was the girl he brought in. Not the one he pushed away. Okay? So... And y'all learn all these lessons from, from a Bow Wow movie, but you're talking about something you can't read the Bible anyways. Listen, um, and shout out to Shad Moss. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shad Moss. That's what he wants to call be called. That's what I'm going to call him. His name ain't Bow Wow. It's Shad Moss. So y'all, y'all learn everything from a Shad Moss movie, but you don't, you don't want to read the Bible. But, but hey, whatever. Hey, to each his own. Like, but well, if you ain't going to listen to the Bible, listen to me. I'm here to tell you. You ain't going to get nowhere with the mother effers around you and them heifers around you. It's time for you to tap, tap in. Okay, you don't want to bring them in. You don't want to have drinks with them. They're kind of weird. They're kind of lame. They're kind of corny. They're too old. They're too young. Whatever. But you need to tap in way more and absorb, up, soak up that love, that 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 support, that that healing, that that greatness. You know what I'm saying? Soak up that amazingness. That that, that soak it up. That extraordinary uh, uh, everything. You know that you get from your outer circle, from the people at the work, the guy at the library. Okay, the 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 the. Soak that up from them and stop caring about them folks. That's right there. They're never going to support you. They will once you know you become somebody. Then they go, oh yeah, my nigga, my nigga. No. No. You know what I'm saying? Look at Friday. And then we Friday, Smokey didn't wait till Craig won the fight to support him. He was he was rooting for him the whole time. The whole time. 
Get 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 with them people who are rooting for you right now while Debo's whooping your ass, but you still fighting. Tap in with that guy. Tap in with that girl. Those people. For y'all that are dealing with it from a more geographic location. You notice in your own community, it just ain't working. People hating on you. People treating you like shit. But when you go over to this side of town, it's mad love. Maybe you should move over there then. Or maybe you should at least, you know what I'm saying, tap in with them more. Who cares about them people around you? Who cares how long you've known somebody? I have people in my life that I've known for 10, 15 years. And the people I've known in my life for three. I value sometimes the three-year people than the 15-year people. Who cares? Who? Oh, well, we grew up together though, Tom. You don't understand. My mama know his mama. And shoot, I call his mama mama too. And my mama died. His mama mama. I don't give a freak about none of that. So I hope you learned something. I hope that this was beneficial for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, read the story of Jesus. You read the story of everybody else. Just read the story, bro. I'm telling you, you're gonna learn. If you come in with an open mind, if you come in thinking, hey, it's not real, and, uh, and you know, da, 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 da. like, why do y'all hate God so much? Like, seriously, like, what do y'all hate Jesus for so much? Y'all ever dealt with somebody who refused to say the word God? They were like, no, the the Creator, the um, divine. Yes, I believe in a God. I mean, it's just a simpler way to say it. It's three letters. Depending on how fast you say it, it's one syllable. Like, God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all get too caught up in all that, bro. And then you miss the message. It's a great message. Who cares? I honestly don't care. If I could be all the way 100 with y'all, I don't care. If they paint a picture of him as a white man. I know what's up. You should know what's up. I don't, I don't care if, if it's a metaphor. Y'all will go believe it when they say it's Horus, the Egyptian god, or when they tell you it's this one, that one, and the third. They tell you it's Muhammad. They tell you it's all these other things. I don't care. Can you deny a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family? Stop that corny shit. Stop. And just listen. Just read it. Okay, you don't want to read it for religious reasons. You don't want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to get caught up in what his name is. Jesus. The letter J wasn't actually invented. You want to get caught up in all this stuff? All these different rabbit holes we keep going down? Huh? That's fine. But you're just doing yourself a disservice. That's it. You say, well, it's not a true story, though, Tommy. Did you know that? Okay. Okay, so what? Is that a realistic story? Like, does it matter? Well, I just don't believe that he really walked on water. Can you deny that a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family? No, you can't. Some of y'all, if Jesus was the right, have written in the Bible, two plus two equals four, you'd be like, well... Technically, shut up and stop being so lame. Like, I, I get that these things, these constructs have been used to oppress people. And these things have been used against you and your sexuality or you and your race or you and 
your just lifestyle and the things you like to do. But what you're not going to do now with me, you can do it all your friend. You're not going to deny the messages. You're not. So you have fun picking apart all the technicalities and well, his name was really Yeshua. His name was really Yahawashi. You know, the letter J wasn't invented yet. I don't think he actually died on the cross. I think that he passed out. And and then I think that he woke up. You know, and 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 and, 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 and well, there's not enough women in the Bible. Oh, 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 he wasn't really a white man. And 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 you know what? I just no, I'm fine. You know, I, I, you know, no. Shut up. Grow up and just listen to the messages in the story. I'm starting to know that people will do anything but read the Bible, bro. Like, how many of y'all know these women? Is this they're so new age with it? They're so spiritual, right? They will go burn candles and sages and get crystals and meditate and do Pilates and yoga and listening to. Different musics. And here's the crazy thing about it, bro. I do a lot of those things too. But they'll do all of that stuff, but they won't just pray. They won't read a Bible. They'll go read everything else. Y'all ever notice them people? They'll be like, yeah, well, I learned a lot from Buddha and Hinduism. And I learned a lot from, um, you know, like pagan and I'm a witch. And, oh, have you read anything in the Bible? No, I don't, I don't really believe in the Bible. Huh? Wait, what? Why? Like what? Like y'all don't even realize like the devil really got some of y'all, man. For real. He really got you. He he got you. You'll do anything but say the word God. You'll do anything but believe in Jesus. You'll do anything but read your Bible. You'll do anything but pray. If somebody told you right now, if you pray for something and you ask and you believe and you, you will receive you won't believe it. If some person on YouTube told you, take a banana and cut it in half, light it on fire, and pour oil in a circle around it six times, and anything you think about while you do that will come true. Y'all asses would be at Walmart right now, but I a whole the, the whole row of bananas and oil. There'd be no more fucking bananas in America. All the bananas will be gone. Sorry for cussing. There'd be no more bananas in America, no more oil, because everybody and mama gonna be trying this shit. Everybody's going to be trying it. They go get a banana and they'd have a million bananas outside on the concrete. You're like, why is everybody... And for us who don't, who aren't hip, we're not going to know why is there bananas everywhere. We're just not hip. I don't know. Oh, I know why. They're manifesting. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex in the Mouth.